Welcome to Mi'kmaq Matters, a podcast about the Mi'kmaq people and the Halibut First Nation. I'm Glenn Wheeler. This week, our guest is Mayor Tom Rose of Stephenville. He wants development on the urban reserve in Cornerbrook to stop unless and until urban reserves are also built in his town and in Grand Falls, Windsor. More from Mayor Rose later. But first, a word about a very special Big Mom Matters event this coming Thursday, October 4th at 6 p.m. at the Main Floor Lecture Hall at the College of the North Atlantic in Cornerbrook. The three candidates for chief, Brendan Mitchell, Clyde Russell, and Hayward Young, take questions from Mi'kmaq Matters and from the audience about their plans and visions for the largest First Nation in Canada going forward. Join us in person or live on Facebook, 6 p.m. this Thursday, October 4th at Kona, Cornerbrook Campus. In other election news, a significant political intervention from the Mayor of Stephenville, Tom Rose. At the town council meeting last week, he once again raised what he says is the unfairness of the Halibut building as first urban reserve in Cornerbrook. He says an urban reserve in Cornerbrook will suck money out of Stephenville as Halibut band members drive the hour east to buy gasoline and other items tax-free. The urban reserve going to Cornerbrook has been a sore point for people in Bay St. George, but now Mayor Rose says he'll be doing what he can to make it an election issue. How might it affect the outcome of the vote on October 23rd? Here's my conversation with Mayor Tom Rose. Apologies for the hum partway through. It's only for a couple of minutes. How did the uh, issue come up at uh, Council? Was it uh, just general discussion or attached to some agenda item? Actually, I brought it up under uh, uh, unfinished business, which is an agenda item on our circular of the agenda. Mm -hmm. And uh, because... I have when I before I was the mayor as a councillor I spoke about urban reserves, and uh, now that I'm the mayor and we have a new council, uh, the previous mayor wasn't in favor and there was some people who followed him, but this new council uh, it seems to be in favor and we have a new economic framework. You said you had done some uh, some research on urban reserves. What did you uh, what have you found out in your research? Well, actually. Uh, well, I'm with the School of Business and uh, Information Technology at the College of the North Atlantic. And during one of our summer projects, uh, I had a research student working underneath me. And one of the projects were to uh, look at uh, urban reserves across Canada and the success stories and how many and when they started and so forth. And it's a document that we had... Uh, completed because at that time we had just completed a two-year Aboriginal business diploma uh, that we were looking at launching at the college. And urban reserves and business and entrepreneurship, they all kind of intertwined. And uh, from that research uh, with my research student, uh, uh, I delved into it. And, and then I followed member two also, which is the closest urban reserve to us, I guess, uh, uh, from an economic perspective, and you know, they're only about 100 miles away, really, mm -hmm. with crow flies. And in bringing it up at the meeting on Thursday night, were you trying to make it a an election issue? 100% an election issue for 
not for myself on council uh, in our municipality, but an election issue for Halifu as October we're rolling into the election of a new chief and council that will form uh, the Halifu uh, council and for the next three years. So to me, it was the timing was just so right, and I basically uh, even I had gotten an email, for example, from Keith Cormier and. Uh, I basically asked him to respond to me what's his position on urban reserves because then, to me, I'm the mayor of Stephenville, so I'm in a leadership role. So so I have a responsibility to all of the electorate of my community to yes. hopefully make the best decision for, for the constituents. I understand that Keith uh, Cormier's position is that uh, it uh, there's some basis for putting it in Cornerbrook uh, at the moment. Uh, that it is the center of economic activity on the West Coast, and at some point in the future, there might be an opportunity to have an urban reserve, a satellite urban reserve in uh, Stephenville or Grand Falls, Windsor. Is that your understanding of his position? No, actually, I haven't heard his position yet, but if that's the case, uh, Key Cormier doesn't have my support as Western Regional Vice Chief for a couple of reasons. Uh, they, the ch chief and council has a responsibility to represent all wards. Uh, Cornerbrook may, is not the center of economic activity on the West Coast. It's one of the centers. Stephenville's and Mi'kmaq Center were a regional center. Uh, Grand Falls Winter is also a regional center that have three wards, uh, touching that regional center. So Cornerbrook has, has a couple of wards. We have four wards in the Stephenville area. So to me, uh, you know, the, the headquarters and everything of Halifus and Cornerville, I'm good with that. Uh, we have a cultural kind of a more DNA in the Bay St. George area for the Mi'kmaq, which is very, very important. But economically, it, to me, not so much fiduciary, but as an incumbent or an inherent right for anybody that says, I want to be a leader on the chief and council, to, if they're looking at urban reserves, they need to do them in concert and they need to launch all three simultaneously. What I take from you then is you think that the plans underway now uh, for a quarter book should stop because they're, they've hired consultants, they're in discussions with the federal government, there's been some funding, there's uh, land development going on uh, in that area in Cornerbrook. So you're saying that that should stop until urban reserves can be built at the same time in Stephenville, Grand Falls, Windsor, as well as Cornerbrook. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I understand they've applied for crown lands. Uh, well, in Stephenville, we have a lot of municipality land that we could transfer to Halipu. Uh But more importantly, too, is when you look at Stephenville, the economics says enough, you know, on, on the topic. Uh, the responsibility to the board should say enough. You shouldn't only focus on one area for uh, to revive the economics of Mi'kmaq communities. It should be broad broad stroke approach towards it. But from a cost perspective, from an engineering perspective, Stephenville, uh, they're going to go in much of the land around Cornerbrook, as we well know, is pug and rock. And the infrastructure and the civil cost to structure something, very expensive. We've got land in Stephenville that's already got water and sewer and telecommunications and tied into the electrical grid. We, but the, you know, the, as you pointed out yourself, Tom, in the story uh, that appeared, uh, Stephenville Council, under your predecessor, 
was asked if you wanted the urban reserve. You guys said no at that time, and relying on that answer, on that answer the Halibut went ahead and talked to Cornerbrook. So, you know, you guys had your chance. You said no, and you and your council now have changed your mind. But is it is it fair to Halibut Council to have told them one thing and now sort of change your position as Stephenville Council? I think it's an easy out for the chief and council to say that because is the urban reserve built in Cornerbrook yet? No. They're only in the preliminary stages. So they have a new mayor and council in Stephenville that says we want to be part of it. We want to have an urban reserve also. So why can't chief and council, like instead of uh, uh, falling back to what Tom O'Brien says, why can't chief and council say, hey, we got a Mi'kmaq community and a Mi'kmaq regional center that wants on board. Let, let's get on board with them. Because uh, the opportunity here is they're going to cr create, uh, once again, uh, uh, I guess the word I'm looking for is they're going to uh, disenfranchise our Mi'kmaq community again because they're, they're, they're siding on that economic front for Cornerbrook and they're forgetting about Grand Falls Winter and they're forgetting about Stephen Bowl. And urban reserves, if you look at Newfoundland, uh, Look at most other provinces. There's many urban reserves in Saskatchewan and Alberta and Nova Scotia. You don't need one, so why can't they do them in concert? It, well, I think I think though that the effort required, and you know, it's it takes a lot of capacity out of the uh, the band even to work on the one for Cornerbrook. So to work on three at the same time might be sort of an Herculean task. I, I don't know if they have the capacity to work on three at one time. Well, it's interesting you say that because last November, after I got elected in September, I went and spoke to Chief and Council in Cornerbrook. I believe you were there. Yes. Yes. And I spoke to them why an urban reserve would be so important. And Keith Goulding, who is their manager, came over to me and said, we might as well do this in concert and, and do all three at one time. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's their management staff, That, but management must take the lead from Chief and Council. You know, and to me, um, you got a new chief and council coming forward. The urban reserve isn't built in Cornerbrook, and I do support an urban reserve in Cornerbrook, but I also want one for Stephenville. Now, in the uh, in the news item, you said that if an urban reserve went ahead in Cornerbrook, some businesses in Stephenville would suffer because uh, Mi'kmaq people from Stephenville would take their money to Cornerbrook. Which were you thinking of any particular kind of businesses? Pretty well every every business. So depending on what um, gets structured in the urban reserve in Cornerbrook. So when when people get their paycheck, you know you got your discretionary and your disposable income, and the discretionary uh, is is what you're spending on uh, things you, extra gas, for example. You don't need extra gas to go for a ride or a Sunday ride, but you may. But the disposable is that money that's left over. So I envision that, uh, you know, thousands of people from uh, my region now are going to, uh, with the status cards in their pocket, when they want to spend some of that discretionary and disposable income, you know what they're going to do. They're going to get aboard their vehicles, and they're going to drive to Cornerbrook. So that's going to hurt the economics of my town, and I'm very, very concerned with that. Mm. So we are in the middle of the elections now, and we have um, – we have for uh, – for the chief position, we have a candidate from the Bay St. George area. We have uh, one of six candidates for Western Vice Chief from the Bay St. George area. 
And of course, uh, you have your council elections in Stephenville Ward. So will you be asked, have you heard positions from um, the candidates on urban reserve for Stephenville? And um, have, if so, uh, do you like what you hear? Uh, well, other than some Facebook posts uh, on my stories, uh, I haven't one-on-one. -on -one. I have spoken to uh, Gerard Alexander, who has always supported Urban Reserve in my position. I've spoken to Arlene White. I've talked to uh, uh, Ben Bennett when he was the ward. I've also talked to Chief Lasaga in Flat Bay, who really supports an Urban Reserve and FEMA as a regional center. You know, so I, I've spoken to them leading up to now. Uh, I plan to head to the... Um, uh, event tomorrow at Blanchbrook Park where uh, Chief uh, Mitchell will be there and uh, Chief Gugu from Member 2 will also be there on the uh, uh, event we're holding with regards to uh, reconciliation and mm -hmm. uh, and the school systems. So you'll be uh, you'll be reaching out to uh, to Chief Mitchell. Would you consider coming out and endorsing candidates based on their position on urban reserve or, or other because uh, I think people in Stephenville would, you know, if the mayor, if Mayor Tom Rose is supporting a candidate, I think they would look for that. Yeah. Some and, and you, you know, for that, that's a, that's a big question for me right now because uh, I need to publicly hear from, from all the candidates what is their position on urban reserves. You know, if Chief Mitchell says that I'm supporting uh, an urban reserve for corner book, but we will also put one in Stephenville and my management team and the process will start. Uh, but, but at the end of the day, they can say it, but it's council that makes that decision. There's a, there's a process there, right? So they can all come out and say it, but, but there's singularly a vote at that table. And to me, when I look at the dynamics of the ward representation on that table from central and to Bay St. George, how could they allow an urban reserve to only go on Cornerbrook without fighting for them for their own communities? It just it just boggles my mind. Mm -hmm. So I want to raise the issue here, and I want to keep it front and center, and I want to be a champion for an urban reserve, and I want to work with Halapu. I'm a Halapu member myself, and I'm in a leadership role, and my business and economic and MBA background says that it's right to do them all in those three areas, not to do it just in Cornerbrook. But but you guys, uh, you uh, Halibut members in Bay St. George have the you have the numerical strength to um, you know to be very pivotal in your in the election because in the four Bay St. George wards there are more there are about 500 more voters than in uh, combined Cornerbrook and Bay of Islands and the as we know the turnout in Bay St. George is significantly higher than in Cornerbrook so. So uh, if people in Bay St. George um, acted uh, uh, together to support a candidate or candidates, uh, you, could, um, you could determine the outcome based on your numbers. So aren't you wasting an opportunity to have supportive people in, in crucial roles? Yeah, you know, it's very good. If you line up the analytics on the uh, numbers, like you just eloquently said, you're 100% right. Those, uh, the numbers in our region, the Port-of-Port Port Bay St. George region, are very high percentile in uh, getting out to the polls. And we have that balance of four four individuals. And I'm sure people in Grand Falls, when they hear this story of Mi'kmaq Matters, uh, 
and um, and they hear this story that's that hit the Western Star, and hopefully I'll get some more uh, coverage through uh, Open Line and uh, BOCM and CBC, and as the week comes uh, forward, just to raise the issue because Glenn, this is very, 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 very important. Hmm. Uh, we I, want to I, Yes, but I don't hear, Tom, that you're going to be actually coming out in support of uh, of a candidate. Uh, you're, uh, I think what you're what I'm hearing from you is that you'll raise the issue, but not to the extent that you'll say, "Okay, I'm going to support uh, I'm going to support uh, Howard Young because Howard yep. Young because he's from the Bay St. George area and he supports a a uh, urban reserve for for Stevensville." And you know, I, I uh, and that's something that I could make a decision, and and that could come earlier than later, because also I would want Hayward Young to say that he supports an urban reserve for Grand Falls, also. Mm-hmm. You know, I I want to be equitable here, and I think it's very very important. And you know, it's about diversifying our economy. It's not, you know, creating these cluster centers. And you know, we're rural Newfoundland, and and we're rural people, and we're Mi'kmaq people. You know, and but we have we need an opportunity, and uh, I think Steve Moe's got the right uh, location for an urban reserve. I think it's the right decision of Halifu, and I'm looking forward for a new uh, council to be formed and hopefully to uh, table it. Um, I will be asking for a meeting with the new council and uh, going in, and, uh, and I have my economic team. Actually, I met with them yesterday, and I said I want some research, further research done on urban reserves, uh, because we need to be ready when the chief and council gets elected to go in and present to them. And we want to bring them out to Stephenville to our council chambers as well. Well, very good, Tom. Uh, thanks for telling us about that. And uh, no doubt much more to be said as the election and the uh, and the coming weeks unfold. It's, it's not an easy task sometimes to take on these leadership uh, for your communities. And uh, you can't, uh, you know, achieve all goals, but... If you can get into the high percentile of your mission and your goals, uh, you have success. So I do uh, want to basically say congratulations to all people that have stepped forward. Stephenville Mayor Tom Rose. By the way, in regard to the reference to Keith Cormier, I asked Keith Cormier for his position on three urban reserves. He said via messenger that the feds haven't approved land for one reserve yet, and probably wouldn't give the go-ahead for land for two others until they saw how the first one worked out. He said if approvals could be obtained, it'd be in favor of all three. Also, the mention of Hayward Young was for illustrative purposes only. Mi'kmaq Matters is not endorsing any candidate in the Halibu election. Once again, a reminder about our debate among the three candidates for chief this Thursday, October 4th at 6 p.m. Join us live at the Cornerbrook campus of the College of the North Atlantic or on Facebook. By the way, you can check out the video of our debate among candidates for Western Vice Chief on our Facebook page. For optimum listening quality, use earphones or an external speaker. And that's it for the show. Allison Baker is the technical producer of Mi'kmaq Matters. Celebration time used with the permission of Mi'kmaq artist Marcus Goss. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Listen to Mi'kmaq Matters on Bay of Islands Radio and Norris Point at Rocky Harbor. Tune in on The Voice of Bombay. And in St. John's, catch us on CHMR. I'm Glenn Wheeler. Till next time.